Welcome to this blog post titled, Fix-It Man. When dealing with conflict in your family and marriage, have you ever mumbled the words, I can fix it? For men in particular, the go-to solution is to fix the problem and move on. It's difficult to remove themselves from the situation and realize they simply can't fix everything in life. If this describes you, please know you aren't alone. Most husbands I know feel a lot of pressure to fix their wives' problems, even when some things aren't theirs to fix. I pray this blog post will help you realize you can't fix everything in your family, marriage, and life, but you can still be a supportive husband and father. So put your fix-it nature aside and take a look at three things to remember when trying to be a fix-it man. First of all, being fix-it men is in our nature. Most of us spend a portion of our day fixing, repairing, and solving problems. This can lead to feeling like the problem solver in every situation. One example might be your wife's relationships, especially with her family. In this instance, it's important to support her and back her, but ultimately let her find her own solutions. One reason this is so important is because you don't want to let anyone or anything get between you and your wife. Tough family issues can drive a wedge in your marriage faster than anything. I suggest sticking by her side and supporting her without moving into fix-it mode. When my wife tells me she has a relationship issue and I jump into fixing it, I am actually choosing sides. It's always best to hear her out first, then try to connect with her on an emotional level. Here are a few ways to do that. Ask her how she feels. Listen without interrupting. Respond with how you feel without offering a solution. Most importantly, avoid telling your wife how she should feel regarding the situation and don't make her feel bad for feeling the way she does. Even though it's in our nature to fix things and move on, try to approach your marriage and family issues with a listening ear, encouraging words, and a supportive attitude. My wife would say this is much more beneficial than being the fix-it man. The second thing to remember is, you can't fix everything. Now, I've always been a problem solver. And that's how I went into my marriage. I was happy to find solutions to the problems, and my wife was always happy to have me solve them. Early on in our marriage, my wife went through a season where she was extremely frustrated with one of her close family members, and they weren't getting along well. Their communication had broken down. At the time, I worked hard to help mend the relationship. I even orchestrated two sit-down, candid discussions with everyone involved. But nothing succeeded. A good friend of mine once counseled me and said, I should get out of the fix-it business and allow my wife to manage her own relationships. I was told that if I stayed out of it completely and left it up to my wife, she would find her way through it and would mend the relationship on her own terms. Well, I did as recommended, and within just a couple of months, it turned out really well. Me stepping back and supporting my wife was one of the best decisions I made. If you're in the mindset that it's your job to fix everything in your family and marriage, I encourage you to let that mindset go. Instead, I ask you to prayerfully consider the best way to help without trying to force a certain outcome. Often, this involves stepping back, evaluating the truth of the matter, realizing you can't change people, and supporting your spouse above all others. Remember, it's okay to set reasonable boundaries in your marriage and resist the urge to jump in and fix every issue. After all, it's not your job to fix everything. Lastly, sometimes not offering a solution is the best solution. If we, as the fix-it man, 
do not offer a solution. It then allows others in our life to think through things, pray about them, and eventually figure them out. We can still be supportive while letting things play out as they should. Here are some situations where not offering a solution might be the best option. When our wives need to be the one to do or say hard things. When our children need to make a healthy decision for themselves. When our coworkers need to think things through on their own. When family members need to forgive and move forward. Not offering a solution goes against our fix-it-man nature, but sometimes it's the best thing we can do. I hope you're starting to realize that being a fix-it-man isn't a healthy mindset to have and can actually cause more harm than good. Of course, wisdom and discernment are needed here. As there are times, you'll be able to offer real-life solutions that are God-honoring and good for your family. I encourage you to proceed with caution and instead focus on being a supportive husband and father without feeling the need to fix everything. Here's an action step you can take today. Choose one current conflict in your marriage and purpose to be supportive without being a fix-it man. What are your thoughts on what I've shared today? Please let me know by putting it in the comments section. Your feedback could help another reader. You know, one of our values is good information is shared with a friend. Please take the time to think of your friends, men or women, who might benefit from this blog. You can introduce the blog to them by sharing the post using the various sharing links or by sharing the podcast by clicking the share link on the top left corner of the audio link. As you begin to follow my blog and pursue opportunity for growth, it is helpful to do an assessment on various topics of life. If you haven't already, I encourage you to click on the link and take the current life conditions assessment. I believe it would be helpful to take this assessment annually and revisit how you were growing in life.